real smart hockey guy. I remember when I was in Columbus, he used to say, hey, you don't have to be scared of me or anything like that, because I used to just, I was always nervous of getting sent down, so I was like, if he can't find me, then he can't send me down. So, <laughs> there so, you go, that's the, that's what approach. The ring, yeah, but, uh, but <laughs> Scott used to always say, hey, don't be nervous or anything like that. But uh, yeah, no, Scott was awesome. He was great. I had a good, good relationship with him, and even when he traded me to Montreal, he called me, and it, it was a good conversation. It's, it's awesome. He's taken over the HL now. It's such a good league, and he's a great person, and uh, he's the right person to lead the, lead the league, so uh, it's good for him. Hi there. Welcome to the show. I'm Lucas Favalli, and this is Crunch Chronicles, presented by Wendy's. Today on the show, we catch up with a player whose time in Syracuse came under two different affiliations. We're referring to forward Mike Blunden, who first skated for the Crunch starting in the 2008-09 season after he was acquired in a trade by the Columbus Blue Jackets. After a strong finish to the season with the Crunch that year, Blunden spent the 2009-2010 season between Columbus and Syracuse during the final season of the Crunch's affiliation with the Jackets. After a several-year hiatus, Blunden was brought back to the Crunch organization when he signed with the Tampa Bay Lightning for the 2014-15 season. An ACL injury cut that season short, but he returned for his final Crunch campaign in 2015-16. In total, Blunden produced 97 points in 146 games over four seasons. And now he has another connection to the organization, which you'll discover during the show. I hope you enjoy our conversation with Mike Blunden. But first, a quick word from Wendy's and Lee Baldwin and Company. Wendy's Pretzel Bacon Pub Cheeseburger is back. Dive into a bite packed with warm, savory beer cheese, applewood smoked bacon, crispy fried onions, and hot and juicy beef. All perfectly paired with a Dr. Pepper at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time. Dr. Pepper is a registered trademark of Dr. Pepper 7-Up, Inc. Lee Baldwin and Company is a proud sponsor of the Syracuse Crunch. For all of your investment needs, check them out at investtoday.com. Lee Baldwin and Company, you do the dreaming, they'll do the math. Uh, uh, Thanks for having me. Summer's uh, been good. It's uh, been flying by, just... uh getting to enjoy some time with my kids and uh just sent them back to school this week so it's uh it's nice to have them uh gone for most of the day and then uh just trying to basically get the house cleaned up and organized again from uh from destroying it all summer (laughs) (laughs) well it sounds like a wild summer but that's i guess typical it it goes so fast but uh how different is it now the kids are back in school and you can kind of focus on uh on the uh, the upcoming hockey season which you're going to be a part of again uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, just trying to get organized and ready for that. Uh, trying to make sure uh, uh, I know everything and I'm ready for it. But uh, yeah, it's good to have the kids back. Uh, we live on a lake in the summertime, so it, it's nice. We spend a lot of time on the water and out in the boat and uh, usually outside a lot, not too much inside. So, But uh, the, the playroom upstairs where the kids have it usually gets pretty... Uh, Pretty crazy, and then by when they go back to school, we kind of get somewhat organized again. So, so it's good to have them back and uh, just uh, in, uh, getting for, uh, ready now for another hockey season that uh, that's coming up uh, here in a couple weeks. Yeah, well, uh, there's some uh, news, I guess, uh, for you this upcoming season, a new role, a shift in what you've been doing, and uh, it's very exciting to have you back in the uh, the Lightning organization. You're joining the organization uh, as a, a pro scout. Fill us in on, on the details of that and, and how that all came about. 
Uh, yeah, um, I got very lucky. I'm so happy to be back part of the Lightning family. Um, when I look back on my career, my 14 years, uh, it was uh, the best organization I played for. Julian and uh, Steve always did a great job taking care of me and my family. And uh, it's just uh, a first-class organization. So to be to come back and be a part of it, uh, I'm very fortunate. I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Uh, I just got, got in contact with Jamie Pusher, and we kind of hit it off from there. And then... Uh, um we just kept talking and i got the job as a pro scout so i'm looking forward to working uh for the lightning getting back to see seeing everyone and uh getting back to actually back to syracuse i haven't been to syracuse in a while either so i'll be there for a couple games this year so uh i haven't even seen the new rink so i'm looking forward to that it's an exciting time there's a lot of work i'm trying to get to get organized and get ready but uh i'm definitely looking forward to to getting back and seeing uh, seeing everyone and getting out being normal with uh, COVID's kind of being quiet. So now I'm looking forward to, to traveling again. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to having you back here for sure. And, and you mentioned the new rink and there's even more expansions going on in the uh, the player area downstairs. You'll certainly check all of that out when you get back to town. Uh, for you know, for you though, this is, an, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if you've actually even officially started yet in terms of this and, and obviously the season hasn't started yet, but what are, what are you kind of expecting from this new role for you? And uh, you know, what's, I guess, what's the plan for you once the season gets rolling uh once season uh, pretty much i just watch hockey <laughs> i gotta <laughs> go to go. games uh watch a lot of hockey travel make sure uh, i know almost uh everything about uh every player so uh i'll be uh i basically i'll be on the road a lot and i'll be watching a lot of hockey which uh i love so uh i'm really excited looking forward to it i kind of travel all over and i'll be watching uh uh, NHL and AHL games and just uh, rating reports on players and seeing where potentially they could fit with us or, or down the road. So it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's exciting. I, I would try to do a lot of homework to make sure I kind of know stuff about players before I go, but I'm looking forward to uh, getting into getting to going to games and just watch hockey games and, and seeing what I see. It's right around the corner as we talk here, just about a month away from the season starting uh, as the summer wraps up. Mike Blunden is our guest here on Crunch Chronicles. Uh, Mike, as we start to shift uh, our focus to you know your playing days and, and your time with the Crunch, as we mentioned earlier, parts of four seasons at least in Syracuse, first with Columbus and then with Tampa Bay. As you refer Reflect back on your your four years as a member of the Crunch organization. Just a, I guess a broad general thought on on your time spent here in Syracuse with the Crunch. It was probably the, the best four years of my career, to be honest. When I first came to Syracuse, um, I was part of Chicago and I got traded to Columbus. And I remember I got sent to trade to Syracuse uh, or sent to Syracuse once I got traded there. And um, at the time, I, the year before I had, uh, uh, I came back and I was healthy, but the, uh, the year before I had a shoulder injury and, um, I was still trying to find the way I played. I remember when I first got traded, uh, Ross Gates called me in his office and he said, I don't know too much about you, but I'm going to give you every opportunity and you'll decide where you play. And, uh, it kind of went off from there and I had a great relationship with Ross and, uh, he really helped me mold my game to, to become uh, the player I came, and then uh, as uh, and then I got traded to Montreal and went to Montreal for uh, a couple of years, and kind of at Montreal, I was up and down in, in my in my career, and I didn't really know what was going to ha- happen. And and then I was fortunate that uh, I signed with the Lightning, and that's when kind of my career took off again. I was kind of on a downswing, and uh, got sent to Syracuse, and uh, already had a great relationship with Syracuse, Howard, Jim, Vance, and 
uh, take unbelievable carry and uh, I was kind of excited to come back and then uh, my career kind of took off again and I kind of I got more NHL games uh, I was able to get uh, back to kind of where I thought I could be to play so uh, my four years in Syracuse were probably the best four years of my life so or in my career so uh, there you go <laughs> and, and we we certainly love to hear that I know that's uh, that makes everyone excited and we'll start with that that first year and you mentioned it you know you end up here Via a trade, you started your career with Chicago. You you joined the Columbus organization. You get sent here to Syracuse. What, you know, when you get news of that trade, you know, initially, what's going through your head? Did you know you were going to Syracuse? What did you know about Syracuse before you got here? And I guess what was the first impression as soon as you walked in the door? Uh, yeah, I didn't really. I, I knew Syracuse from uh, before playing against them when they had Kanopka, Morasti. <laughs> I remember when we went there to play. I think we did play them in Rockford, I think, and, uh, Sistito, Kanopka, and Marassi, they were all the red line just firing pucks at everyone. We're like, what's going on in this rink? What's going on? Like, we've never seen that before. They, that was their thing where they, they kind of stir the pot and warm up, uh, trying to intimidate you before the game started. And, uh, we were all young rookies then, and we didn't really know what was going on. And then, uh, and then, yeah, then I remember the day I got traded, I was sleeping still, and my roommate came and woke me up. He said, uh, Blundy, answer your phone. The GM's trying to get a hold of you. Like, answer, pick up your phone. I was like, what? And then that's when uh, Chris McFarland called, and I got uh, dealt uh, to Columbus. And uh, I didn't know uh, too much from Syracuse, just from when I was uh, a kid going to play in tournaments in Syracuse and stuff like that. I knew it was close to – I grew up in Ottawa, so it was close to home. So it was kind of nice uh, for my parents to come down and watch games. And and then from there, it just it, I just walked in the door, and like I said, Ross, Trent Call, they were awesome, and I just kind of, I was kind of lost as a player then. I didn't really know what I was. I, I scored a lot in junior. I didn't know what I was, and they kind of put Ross, Trent, and like Tyler Wright, the player development coach at the time of Columbus, they kind of put a took a, like helped me out, figure out my career where I need to play with more of an edge and more kind of on the line and a lot more physical and stirring things up, and it kind of fit with how Syracuse was. They they like their tough teams and they like being physical and stirring up, so it was a perfect fit for me. Syracuse, the building, the atmosphere, the fans, they loved it when you get in it, so it's easy to get up and get going, and um, it's just, uh, it, it was always a fit in my career for me. Yeah, that first year you ended up playing 39 games with the Crunch, uh, 21 points over those 39 games, uh, almost 70 penalty minutes as well. What do you, you know, what sticks out to you from that first year? And you kind of alluded to it a little bit already, just, you know, you're finding your game a bit. But uh, in terms of, you know, the on ice for you from that first year, whether it's, you know, the, just the team itself or, you know, how you played, what do you remember from that first season here in Syracuse? Uh, yeah, you're making me think. I'm going way, way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here, making uh, really yeah, testing those memories. Right. Yeah, yeah, that one, that first year, it was just I can't even. I'm trying to remember it. I can't. I think it was my second year where we played the outdoor game, right? Yeah, yeah. When yep. I was in college, yep. so yeah, it was the second year there. I was there, so I remember that. That was an unbelievable experience. I'm trying to think about that first year. I kind of I got traded kind of just before Christmas, and I was there, and I had uh, like my good buddy Grant Clitsum was there from when I grew up as kids, so he kind of took me under his wing and. Um, I was already like, I, then I kind of met Nick Holden and we were just Alex Picard. We were just kind of all young guys that kind of just, uh, came good friends off the ice and kind of just took off from there and just transferred on the ice and just trying, we were all just kids at the time trying to make it to the NHL. Well, your second year, and we'll certainly talk about the outdoor game as well, but year number two for you, uh, you split the time Columbus, Syracuse, you got a 
bunch of games up there in Columbus. Ended up being 40 games of the Blue Jackets in 09-2010. So as you head into year two of the organization, you know, having that experience now in Syracuse, knowing the organization, how much did that help getting into year two in the organization? You know, you said you were getting back from the injury the year prior. So coming into year two, what was, I guess, the mindset for you and, and how did things work out in year number two in the organization? Yeah, year two. Well, year two, I was fortunate I started with Columbus. Um, I had a a good training camp and from the year before everything was great and I was up there and uh, I was there till uh, Christmas and uh, the team was kind of struggling in Columbus we weren't doing very well and I, I was also struggling I kind of lost my confidence a bit and stuff and then I remember uh, talking with Scott Housen and he was he was like yeah we're gonna send you we're gonna send you down to Syracuse and uh, you know it kind of was it, you never want to go back, but at the time, I, I when I look at it, like I needed to go back just to get my confidence going, and it actually did. I went back and I played really well because I was. It was just it, like Syracuse was a home to me. I was just comfortable. As soon as I got in, I think first game it was right back. Like everything came back, and uh, I remember later, later getting when I got called back up and having my meet with Scott, uh, Scott Housen. He's like, he's like, I went down and then it came back, and I. Uh, Missed the year in Columbus, and I told him, I was like, that was what I needed to go to Syracuse. I just needed to get my confidence back. It's almost kind of like I needed to go back home and uh, find my game, and then I got called back up, and I, and I played really well. So uh, it, uh, it was definitely a benefit for me. Well, let's take a sidebar with Scott Housen, who is now the president of the American Hockey League. He was the Crunch's general manager at the time. We haven't had him yet on Crunch Chronicles. We'd love to get him on at some point down the line. But, well, you know, what was Scott like uh, then and and uh, now seeing him as he's progressed in his career uh, to become the president of the league? Uh, you know, what was Scott Housen like uh, back in the day? And, and, and are you, I guess, maybe not surprised, but just seeing his career and where he is now? Yeah, Scott Housen, uh, he's a great man, a great person, and uh, a real smart hockey guy. Um, I remember when I was in Columbus, I, I used to, he used to say, hey, you don't have to be scared of me or like that, because I used to just, I, 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 I was always nervous of getting sent down, so I was like, if he can't find me, then he can't send me down. So. <laughs> there you go, that's, the, that's one I approach. The ring, yeah, but, uh, but, <laughs> but Scott used to always say, hey, don't, don't be nervous or like that. But uh, yeah, no, Scott was awesome. He was great. I had a good, good relationship with him. And um, even when he traded me to Montreal, um, he called me and it, it was a good conversation. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's awesome. He's taken over the HL now. It's such a good league and he's a great person and, uh, he's the right person to lead the, lead the league. So, uh, it's good for him. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, big shoes to fill, of course, with Dave Andrews, uh, but, uh, the league in very good hands as we continue to try to work out of the COVID and, and, and get back to uh, where we were prior to that. Mike Blender, our guest here on Crunch Chronicles, back in the organization now as a, uh, pro scout for the Tampa Bay Lightning, but we talk about the Lightning and, and the Crunch and, and you, and you spent a couple of years, as you say, with the Canadians organization getting traded from Columbus. Over that time, the Crunch went through another affiliate, the Anaheim Ducks. You weren't here for that. Then they joined up with the Tampa Bay Lightning ahead of the 2012-2013 season. A couple of years down the line from that, you rejoined the Lightning organization, or at least the Crunch organization, via the Lightning. You come back to Syracuse. As you say, another uh, another good run for you there. Uh, what was it like to, I guess, to return to this organization at that point in your career and have some familiarity once again and, and be a part of not only a good organization here at Syracuse, but also the Lightning? It was the turning point in my career. Um, I remember when I was in Montreal and I was getting sent up and down and 
Um, I had some meetings with Montreal and stuff, and just uh, I, I, I knew I wasn't going to go back because it just they weren't sure about me as a player and stuff. And to be honest, uh, at the time, my wife was pregnant with my first daughter, so I, I was kind of getting nervous. Okay, what, what do I, what am I going to do here with my career? Like it's, I either got to get it going or I'm going to have to find a, another job because I got to uh, support my family. So I was starting to think, well, what am I going to do? And then uh, Julian called my agent and. We worked out a deal, and it was honestly, it was the the perfect fit. It was just, it was, it was the same thing. Like I just said, me coming home back to Syracuse, uh, playing in a rink that I'm so comfortable with in front of the fans. It was great, and I kind of, I, I took off right from there from the start. I had a Zets was awesome to me, uh, really good. And coming into the Lightning, it was just you had like it was just the, the culture. Um, I've never seen before. I was with. Chicago, Columbus, and Montreal. And I remember when I was in Syracuse, and I was actually I missed a little bit of training camp, and and because my daughter was born, but then I came back, and it was just the leadership of Angelitas, JP Cote, Joey Marmina, and then you had your young guys like Luke Witowski, Wally. Like it's just it was such a good family group of guys, and just like we were just tight, and that's what I, I think puts the lightning above is just that culture about family and everyone's in it together and to work hard. It was just, uh, it, it was an eye opener for me. And it, it's honestly, it was, it, uh, it was exactly what I needed at that point in my career. Yeah, that's it's kind of been the hallmark of uh, the Lightning organization, at least since uh, the Crunch had been affiliated, all of that. And Mike Angelides was such a huge part of, of the first couple of years of the affiliation for the Crunch. And, and uh, you know, that was a really good team, too, that year. And the familiarity and, and the camaraderie off the ice led to some of that success on the ice. Got guys like Andre Vasilevsky in goal, of course. Him and Chris is good. Levsky's a, a very good tandem. You know, what do you remember from, the, I guess, the, that team on the ice and how good it was going? And, and we know how your season ended, which we'll touch on as well. But just that group uh, as a whole and, and the success you guys were having. Yeah, it was awesome. It was just, it was right from the start, like going to France. I think that was, uh, it was awesome that Julian put together. You just, you become a team right away. You travel the world and you go to another country you just ever. And I remember when we were in France and it was kind of, uh, Binghamton was there we played and I think we played in France and uh, you could just tell right from then uh, I missed most of training camp because my daughter was born during it and I met the team in Montreal and flew there and uh, right when I got to Montreal the guys were so war- uh, welcoming and everything and uh, making me feel part of the team and then I'll never forget when we first went to uh, uh, to France, like it was just uh, we were there. They, we weren't playing for everything, but JP Cote came in with a baguette that day, and he said, "This is what we're playing for, boys. The champions get to eat this baguette." And like he had it hang out, but it was just always those little things. You're playing to win, and that's what the Lightning are always about. It's like there's always something. Like I'm sure uh, other teams, Binghamton just went there and they just went to play the exhibition games. But we had something that we played for. We want to win that baguette and everything, and it just. It made it fun, and it made it the competition either better. So it's just uh, it's those little things that you, you notice, and then um, just uh, the, the team camaraderie and um, everything we do after we win a game, and it's all about the team and everything. It was just uh, I was just like, wow, this is the, the perfect team for me, and it, it's uh, it, it really is a credit to the Lightning and Mike Angelis, JP Cote, and Joey Marmia, the guys that were there before that that kind of built that whole culture there. It's awesome to see. Yeah, and, and that really has continued. And, you know, you got got P.C. Labrie is back these days. You've got uh, Daniel Walcott, who's yeah. carried all of that along over the years. And it has really been a, a key part of the success here. Uh, we mentioned, you know, how 
your season ended that year. It was a, a torn ACL. It it, it it was obviously frustrating, I'm sure, for you. And that, and that team was so good for quite a while, and then some injuries and recalls, and it uh, didn't quite work out in the playoffs. So what you know what what. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think you were a free agent again at the end of that year. You did re-sign with the with the Lightning, and and I guess that you don't know when you're going to an off season with the injury. What was the importance of I guess coming back, and and uh, how difficult was it for your season to end that way uh, that previous year? Yeah, it was tough. Uh, I remember at the start of the year, I got kind of hurt. I hurt my shoulder, and I think it was Albany. I'm trying to remember, and I uh, I actually missed uh, uh, the stadium game and. Um, just uh, my shoulder was uh, separated a bit, so I couldn't play there. But actually, it was uh, kind of huge because uh, then I got to work out with Chavi and Mark Powell, who kind of just, I i don't know what they did to me, but <laughs> they made me feel uh, I, I was great. I felt strong. I was in such good shape. Powell was awesome. Like, I just felt powerful on the ice and uh, my conditioning, and Chavi got my shoulder ready. And um, when it came back, I, I was having such a great year. And then it was just unfortunate after All-Star break um, when I tried to hit a guy open ice, and uh, my knee just caught his head, and that was the end of my knee and the end of my season. So it was kind of disheartening. It was it was hard. It was definitely uh, – I was hoping it was just an MCL sprain, but then once I found out it was my ACL, it's a, it was tough. And uh, – it uh, it was a long road, a long recovery, and it's too bad because we had a great we had a great team that year with uh, Marshy, Richard, Gord. Like we were we were really going really well that year, and with with Bassi, um, and then Bassi got called up. But it was just uh, we, we had a real good team going, and it's uh, it was unfortunate that I got hurt, and uh, unfortunate we lost out in the first round. Oh, you do come back the next year, and I know game one, and I've heard this story now, uh, Dr. D. Christina loves to tell it, and, and uh, well, the sidebar, I, I tore my ACL this <laughs> summer, uh, so he, he did he did my surgery, and he goes, oh, listen, you, you're nothing to worry about. I did these guys, and they came back, Mike Blunden and Phil Parody, game one of the next season after tearing their ACL, bang, bang they both score goals in the uh, in the season opener. What, you know, what, what did that mean to you to, to come back after that long road, and game one, there you are, scored, and what was a one goal crunch win yeah definitely yeah yeah it was it was nice it was a lot a lot of work i worked with uh pal and uh chavi a lot during the summer i stayed there extra to get and then i came back early and uh, trent worked with me when uh trent call when i came back he would get they, they would get ice from me and we'd work together it was uh, it was tough um i definitely wouldn't wish a knee injury upon anyone it's probably one of the toughest injuries to come back from but i was uh, i was fortunate i had a good team behind me to help me get ready and um, yeah, I came back and I, I felt good. It, it took me a little bit to get used to. Uh, I never liked playing with a brace, even when I sprained my MCL. So it was, it's a while to go, but it, it's funny. Even now when I skate with my buddies, I can't play that brace. So, <laughs> and I rely on that brace, but before I was like, I would never play that brace, but I still skate with it now. So, but yeah, it was, it's not an easy injury, but I was fortunate to come back and, and have a good, a real good year. Yeah, you certainly did. You played almost 50 games with the Crunch. You had 20 games with the Lightning, so you saw time uh, up in the NHL. You played some playoff games with the Lightning as well. I mean, all in all, your final year, what turned out to be your final year in the organization, uh, was a pretty successful one for you on the ice. Yeah, yeah, it worked out great. Uh, we, I had great chemistry with uh, Tanner Richard and Yanni Gord. We were all, we were aligned there that year, and uh, it worked out uh, really well. And uh, I owe a lot of credit to the two of them because. Uh, they passed me the puck a lot, and I like to shoot the puck, so it worked out really well. 
Well, that is a good way to get some success there. Mike Blunden is our guest here on Crunch Chronicles. You, you talked about, uh, you know, Trent Cole, who was a coach here for a couple of years with you. Uh, uh, Rob Zettler, of course, the head coach uh, at the time when you were back here in your, your second stint. He's an assistant coach now with the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course. What was Rob Zettler like as a head coach, and how was he helpful for you at that point in your career? Uh, yeah, Zetsy was huge. He was, uh, he was helping me try to get back to the NHL. He was a big. He was a. He was a coach that was, you know, fair during the week. But when it came game time, if you weren't ready to go, you you were getting a. You were you were known. You weren't ready. You weren't ready to play or stuff like that. But if you were ready to go, he'd play all the time. And uh, I really enjoyed playing for Zets. Zets was uh, great to me. Like I remember, I was struggling at some times and some things I didn't realize. And Zets, he called me in his office and he sat down with me and he said. Uh, just kind of brought me back to, to perspective. That kind of got me going again. So uh, I owe Zetsy a lot. And the same with uh, Trent too. Trent, uh, I knew him from my first time in Syracuse, and um, he did a lot of work with me on and off the ice uh, when it came back to Tampa. And then also another huge part was uh, Jeff Halpern when he came in there too. Mm-hmm. He was huge. He was actually my centerman when I played in Montreal, so I already had a relationship with uh, Halpy. So when he came to Syracuse. It was huge because I did a lot of one-on-one stuff and video. He also helped me take my game to the next level. So I owe, I owe the three of them a lot. So, yeah, big part- um, They really helped me out get back to the NHL. Big parts of uh, the Crunch organization, all three of those guys. There's no doubt about that. Uh, jumping around a little bit, I, I meant to talk about it when we were in your first stint here, of course, and you mentioned it briefly, the outdoor game, the uh, Marapato Outdoor Classic, first outdoor game in AHL history. You had a couple of assists in that game. Uh, you said you almost played in both of those marquee events for the crunch when you were hurt for the uh, the Toyota Frozen Dome but how about the outdoor game uh, what was that experience like uh, you know what, what do you remember from that day it was cold <laughs> it was cold <laughs> no it was awesome it was so much fun uh playing in front of all the fans just yelling and screaming and, uh, I remember going out for warm-up and it was it was cold and the wind was going one way and you were happy when you were with the wind because it was giving you a little speed burst. But when you're going against the wind, it wasn't fun. But uh, yeah, it was. You're skating around and warm up, and all the fans are out there. Some fans are just no t-shirt and nothing. And I was like, holy cow, it must be frozen. We had hot packs on the bench to try and warm up, and it's a, it was just a great experience and a real good uh, a real good game. And um, I believe we won two one. I think yeah. it was. Yep, two one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. great game on the ice. Uh, how how do you play when it's that cold? I don't like. I mean, I know you guys grew up on the ponds and whatnot, but it's it's different when it really means something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, once it, once the puck drops, it get it, it, it's business, right? Your blood gets going and everything's fine. It's just you want to play well because you don't want to be sitting on the bench or else you'll be frozen. So, yeah, a lot of motivation to make sure your game's going that day because, uh, yeah, we had hot packs on the bench and stuff like that. But, uh, no, I was uh, fortunate enough to, to play a lot, and I, I think I played with a neck warmer. I kind of just kept my neck warm. But other than that, uh, it, uh, it just kept going and then just warm up in between periods, putting the skates on uh, on the heaters and the gloves and just trying to warm up uh, toes to get ready to go back out again. Oh, one of the great events in crunch history and in AHL history, the first outdoor game uh, for the American Hockey League. Mike Blunden is our guest here on Crunch Chronicles. You've talked about the fans. You talked about them, you know, without shirts on in that game and whatnot, but just that whole the whole experience of playing here in Syracuse, uh, predominantly here, obviously, at Upstate Medical University Arena here in downtown Syracuse. What was the experience like in this building with the fans and, and just how much of a home ice advantage it became for you guys? Oh, it's huge. Uh, the fans is what makes Syracuse uh, 
so special. Uh, they're, they're, they love their hockey. They're so passionate. They love their team. And, uh, you know, they're always there supporting. And the building's always rocking. It, I, it's just uh, the the War Memorial, I call it. I think it's a yeah. different name. But it's just a special – it's it's just a special building. You walk in there – um even when you're in the visiting team it's just you you come and it, it's it's a cool rake it's just it's the atmosphere there and then the fans in Syracuse just make it even more special and uh, it's uh I really enjoyed my time when I played there and uh, I look forward to coming back and watching a couple games this year there yeah well we look forward to that as well before we let you run just uh, any final thoughts uh, a final closing story or anything you'd like to add about your time uh, with the crunch uh, like I said uh, Syracuse was uh a second home to me. It's, uh, I don't know what it was about it, but it just when I played in Syracuse, I just uh, felt like it, it was home. That's where it belonged. And um, I love playing in front of the fans. And it's just a great atmosphere and a, a great organization uh, from Howard, Jim, to Vance. They take such good care of you, your whole family, everything. So it's, it's, it's a first-class organization. And uh, hopefully uh, they have a big year this year. Yeah, those three guys you just mentioned, a big reason why it's now year number 29 for the Crunch coming up here this year. Mike Blunden, we appreciate the time here today on Crunch Chronicles. Congrats again on the new uh, position with the, the Lightning organization. We look forward to having you here in Syracuse or seeing you out and about on the road during uh, the Crunch's travels throughout the course of the year. Uh, good luck with that, and uh, thanks again for the time. We'll, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks, Lucas. Appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you. There he is, Mike Blunden. We thank him for giving us the time and look forward to catching up with him throughout the course of the season as his new responsibilities cross paths with the crunch. And hopefully we see him at Upstate Medical University Arena very soon. If you have any Mike Blunden stories, we'd love to hear them and share them on an upcoming episode of the show. You can send in a voice memo to me via email, lfavali at syracusecrunch.com. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the show. Thanks again to Mike Blunden for joining us. For all of us with the Syracuse Crunch, I'm Lucas Favale saying so long for now. We'll chat again next week on another episode of Crunch Chronicles. Crunch Chronicles.